0: I'm Trent Alexander-Arnold. I'm Curtis Jones. I am Cody Gagbo. Putting on the Liverpool toffee the first time, it was a dream come true and I'll never forget that moment. The new LFC 24-25 season Nike Home Kit is out now.
1: Buy it today, along with our new goalkeeper kit and training range at your official LFC stores. Online at liverpoolfc.com forward slash store and on the official LFC store app. You will never walk alone. LFC Day Trippers, brought to you by bookmakers.com.
2: And welcome to another therapy session Sponsored by bookmakers.com This is the Fatback 4 It is Sunday night It is Gav, Emma, Keith and Shani To talk through a two feet. For Liverpool at Brighton in the FA Cup fourth round as I said bookmakers.com is the show sponsor check them out in the link in the description you can get all their odds and stuff like that if you gamble and do so responsibly if you don't gamble stats comparisons all that sort of stuff is there as well um and if you subscribe to the YouTube channel you get some content on football horse racing all sorts of stuff and I'm on there once a week now um we put out a tweet to say that we doing this show and a lot of people come back and said, Oh God, another therapy session and that's I don't even know what's it's gonna be that. Um <laughs> like I said, Liverpool beaten um by a late goal today at Brighton in the FA Cup fourth round. Um they go out the cup, they're out both domestic cups now. And we're gonna talk a little bit later as to how to salvage the season. But first of all, Keith, how are you?
3: I'm grand, Gav, yeah, I'm great. Um yeah liverpool you know i was only joking to the lads earlier we should just replay this fucking show from a couple of weeks ago and see if anyone noticed because we're talking the same show every week about liverpool at the moment But here, yeah, if you want to be you take the rough with the smooth you know what i mean we're just not used to this level of showy anymore but yeah um you get down do you know we came off twitter the other day and it's the best thing i've done because I haven't been reading about Liverpool. I haven't been listening to bleeding idiots about Liverpool. And it's actually made it a bit more bearable today. Do you know what I mean? Because I find myself defaulting to, you know, what's happening on social media? What's happening on Twitter? What's everyone saying about this? And instead, of just watched the match today. Made my own mind up on what I saw. I didn't need any uh, clarifications by, by some of the geniuses out there. And, uh, yeah, just... It is what it is. Another, another day at the office, haunting. Haunting it's like a Sinead O'Connor ballad this thing this season. it's playing <laughs> doing Me Head in. But, but it is
2: what it is. Listen, we're all gonna be annoyed about Liverpool, right? But on this show we like to have a laugh as well. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, oh, yeah. it's a big thing, Liverpool and playing and winning or losing or whatever, but it's not everything in life. So we will have a laugh as we go along. But Emma, um, um, you went all out because you just like took a razor to yourself straight after full time. <laughs> um usually you don't it's... drink out your liverpool mug when liverpool lewis but now you're just shaving off your whole beard
1: yeah wearing blue shaving my beard smashed all my cups that's <laughs> it i'm a crumbling united fan now <laughs> 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 and even they're not doing great this year <laughs> uh, no no um that's it that's a nightmare mate. I, I told you before coming on. I was trying to just get rid of a small beard, and you end up. Chasing oh, the way
0: out. The I went Blit, You went full Britney oh. Spears. You started smashing the gaffel. <laughs> <in the> <laughs> well, You're going to save the rest of, after the show. If we lose the Wolves, he's going to come on. <laughs> looking like Luke <Shelly> O'Connor.
2: <laughs> um, listen, uh, Shawnee, how are you? How was your weekend? Has Liverpool ruined it again for you?
0: No, the, the Liverpool wasn't ruined my weekend. I told you that. Um it's just been bleeding morbid since Paris, hasn't it? Um it's kind of been the common theme, so yeah. Look, don't let football affect your weekend. It shouldn't uh, I'm 30 years of age now, it's take me this long to realise like that. Like Klopp said, it's the most important of the unimportant things, but the main things is it is it it is unimportant, you know. Yeah. Um I enjoyed the game after then, I watched Wrexham. Sheffield and yeah. It brilliant Yeah, it was some game. Yeah, look,
2: it? Yeah. Sheffield, you know, it got a ninety-fifth minute.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah, it was yeah. up and down it. Yeah, yeah, look, this is football, peaks and troughs. If it was a steady decline, we just if it was just the same show all along, it'd be flat, flat line, and it'd be boring. And sunny days wouldn't be special if it wasn't for rain. So just ride it out. I think we'll yeah. come, we'll, uh, we will come through it. I think Klopp will pull his elbows pull us out of it. it's fucking so frustrating at the moment because it's it, it's being compounded because we've all like no matter what side of the fan base you sit on these days because i i like since i've been a liverpool fan i don't remember being now when i say fan base i mean twitter whatever like but i don't remember the the void and um, there was obviously those fuckers making noise in, in the corner with the, the it's a bit nasty on social media at the moment and I don't really blame Keith because like it can take an effect on your psyche a little bit when you're reading this yeah, shit all day. Exactly. You can't really you can't filter that out. And I'm being deadly serious saying that it does, because you're kinda of reading it all day and you're kind of become with it and it kinda of sits on top of you, you know what I mean? And even if you don't like gone are the days where you could disagree with someone's opinion and like it doesn't mean you have to naturally dislike x person or y person but it doesn't seem to be the case anymore it seems to be kind of a a bit of a kick behind everything now when you can't really disagree with someone's opinion whilst liking them at the same time so yeah I, i'd imagine if you're feeling it and you, you know, it's really getting to you then i think pull yourself off twitter is the best thing to do um, and that's, that's my opinion but yeah I, I, gave, I, said it in August, and I'm not making it up. I said it on this show before, but I was kicked that I'm pulling myself out with this year, and thank God I have because I'd have been a fucking nightmare if I had to stick with this. Because I was just watching that game plan, I just laughed when when the when the guy went in in the 90 minute, and it wasn't like it was just kind of like it's ominous now. Watching us, uh, we're getting worse. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> you could literally play the last 20 minutes of the pods from the last, I'd say, three or four weeks. And the message would be the same. It just doesn't seem to be changing. And we can blame ownership and lack of transfers. Or You can blame whoever you want, but I think at this stage now, like Klopp's got to fucking do something to rectify this because well, same, gonna... same, same approach, same results every like, week. Yeah. And, and I've seen people saying, they thought it was the best we played. I don't, I don't agree. No, no don't it's it's important. Important I,
2: think, I think watching this Liverpool side, and I, I kind of came away from it after the game today and I kind of went to myself, you know what, this is just what it is. Now, you're right, in what you're saying, like, you can blame the owners, you can blame Klopp, Linders, you can blame whoever because it's a collective, right? And some will hold more blame than others, depending on what's going on. And again, you know, you're only getting snippets every now and then, you know. But well, I kind of looked at it and went, this is what it is, right? Now, we, we've we've gone over and over and over, transfer windows, being behind this, being behind that, and that's fine. But you have to, for me, I'm just looking at it in this instance right now where we are because there's no, well, I don't, I'm not going to say there's no point in talking about the lack of transfers because that's a major issue in, in, in where we are. And, you know, we kind of, I think maybe un, by the looks of it, we've underestimated Um or overestimated what these players can go and do again, right? But when I look at it in this instance, I'm just kind of going, this is what it is. All other clubs have this at some stage. All of them do, you know? And you go through this period, and it's about how you react to it. Now, we're not going to see a reaction to this in the next 48 hours. We're we're, gonna see, we're hopefully going to see, A, a reaction on the pitch in the next four months, or we're, we're most certainly going to have to see a reaction reckon, in the summer, do you know what I mean? But, like... I get people's frustration, I really do, because I feel it, but I, I kind of get to the stage where I go, I am so frustrated by this, but if I just keep saying the same fucking thing about how I'm frustrated and why I'm frustrated, I'm just repeating myself over and over again. You know, every time you lose a game, oh, well, if we'd have done this, yeah, that's perfectly clear. But what do we do to get out of it? Do you know what I'm sort And Keith, I'll come to you because I was going to go into the game, but overall, um, how do you think we played? Because it was better than a couple of weeks ago when we went to Brighton, but it's the same approach. It's the 4-3-3. Three, three. It's mixing players here and mixing players there. And people in the chat are giving out that Darwin Nunes comes on and stays left. Gakbo stays up front. You know, they had some really good chances. We had we had one or two good chances. But overall, Keith, it was just, you kind of felt if it was going to go either way, it was going to go Brighton's way. Because Sean, he said that it was very early in the game when, when we, were, we were texting and stuff like that. And he said, Gav, lads, there's no belief in this team. There's no drive, and there isn't, there's no belief, there's no drive, there's just no There's no spark, and as the fo- as it went on, Keith, you kind of got that feeling that there's going to be a winner here, it's going to be Brighton.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I thought they played better than they have in the last few games in the first half, I thought they looked like they had a bit about them, I thought um, impressed again by Becetic in the middle, and I'll, we'll talk more not so much about him, but the fella he replaced, we'll go on to him later, but I thought he's looking good. I thought Harvey Elliott looked very well today. I thought Cody Gackbo looked good today. Not pulling up any trees, mind you, but better, you know, baby steps and all this sort of thing. But as the game goes on, we get the goal. I thought it was, you know, lovely goal. You get that. But then you can see it, the scuttery one after that. And, and you just know, once, once that goes in, you can't hold out and you're conceding the goal like that. That's it. Should have blading. If I'm looking for a positive, we avoided a replay. It's the only blading thing you can take out of that. But I thought they did play in in patches better than they have done recently. But, you know, there's, there's big players in that team that aren't doing the business for whatever reason. And look... I don't like digging the mouth. They've, they've given us some of the best days of our lives, you know what I mean? Like we're like Sean, he said there, he's 20 years old. Well, I'm a little bit older than that, a decade or so. But, you know, we've all so, enjoyed watching this. Or well, you know, yeah, decade or so. But we've all enjoyed watching Klopp. We've all enjoyed watching Liverpool. And even before Klopp, you know, Liverpool fandom comes with highs and lows, you know what I mean? You The highest, the highs, and you have the lowest, the lows. This Jurgen Klopp team has just won that. You know, it's having a down year at the moment. I you have full faith that Klopp will turn it around. I think he has to be a bit rootless. And I think we're probably seeing a little bit of that rootlessness in the team selection. While he's not changing the formation or the system, he's not... Like, I don't know what Matip has done maybe to be out of favour. I don't know what Gomez has done to be in favour. But it looks like he's sticking with that for the moment. Maybe the lack of goals conceded might have played into it, um, two games or whatever it was without conceding. Henderson and Fabinho do look to be at the moment out of the starting eleven. And I don't know if they're the, the names that you know could could suffer if Klopp is ruthless in the summer. But if you're throwing out Fabinho and you're throwing out Jordan Henderson on top of Kate and Milner, Ox, Arthur. You're just giving yourself too much to do. do. you know? I don't understand. Um, Again, we can we can talk about transfers. or lack thereof. All I would have took was a couple of couple of fresh legs in that midfield over the last couple of years, not even the last couple of windows. Last couple of years, you just you boy you're a bit smart, I and mean, we haven't bought smart in midfield. And is that down to FSG or is it down to Klopp? My own opinion on that. I've always said about club it's i'm an fsg apologist but i think it is down the clock because we just haven't bought midfield players for whatever reason he likes the lads he has in there they've gone to the well time and time again last season was probably just a step too far for them and now they look to have all fallen off a cliff and it's just pain we're paying for it this season um you know the bright spark like is that bright spark? Like I, I touched on Bacetic. I think he's looking well. I don't there. think there I is a bright spark. Well.
2: I I think this is this is starting
3: to look like going through the motions. Yeah, what but what I like what I think the, the <coughs> blooding up Bajic now to me it's like right. Yeah, but let's Bacet- let's spend the next four months and see Stephen that we have Bacet- a player here. Yeah, but nothing against I mean? B- Bajic, right?
2: but like he's come in, he's done really well. Don't get me wrong, he's done really well, right? But. The level, we're, the, the level we're judging him at mm. is a low level. Yeah, right? That's not against him. I think if he come into this team and we're flying and he's playing like that, you go, he's really good. And you probably say, you know what? In a year's time, he'd be really good. But now we're literally asking him to be forced on the team sheet in midfield. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's unfair on him as well. You yeah, know, it's hard. <clears throat> Emma, we can go into the game if he's want. You can touch on bits if he's want. The, the lads on a brilliant show. After. They always do a brilliant show after the full time whistle and it's, it's the hardest show of the week to do right now <laughs> it's like the lads every time I mention the Keith and Shani um, everyone else kind of turns off the phone don't fucking ask me to do that show <laughs> but they've done a brilliant show so they went through it bit by bit Matt and Kev so if you haven't watched that yet go back and watch it it's on our YouTube feed it's out for downloads so whatever you want to do go and do that so we, we try to have a more of a general chat I say that every week before I get on to Sean P Casey with a super chat and thanks for it he says the breaking point is if we don't win the Merseyside Derby then the fan base will torn fully. turn and we need answers to so many questions, right? Emmet, couple of things. And by the way, I, I keep forgetting to I should turn off the super chats. Please, if you want to make a super chat, don't. Just click the link in the description for a charity and put the four pound forty nine in there rather than us. Genuinely, just put them in there. Um, you know, we read out loads of comments anyway. So if you're thinking of a super chat, just throw it, throw your money into the into the charity. It's in the description and we we'll go into it later. But Emmett I'm not saying we're over-egging this, right? And I don't want people to come across wrong. But, you know, we do look at Arsenal, who are doing really well this season. We're looking at Chelsea, are just spending er- everywhere around them. Rumours of Enzo Fernandez now again. They've signed the Vlad from Leon on an eight-year fucking deal or something like that, or a seven-year deal. They're spending all around them. You know, you look like they've, they've had a good half season and they look like they're going the right direction. City will always be there because of the foundation they've built and the spending power they have, right? But if you look back, A year ago, 18 months ago, Arsenal fans would have looked at me, we need to do this, this and this, we have to do it, because look at Liverpool, look at this, everything kind of comes and fits and starts, you know, the sort of way, but do you think it's being over-egged as how bad we are and how much we need, or do you think, hold on, just, you have to take this on the chin, and you have to, and you have to caveat that way, they need to sort this in the summer. You know, if, if I told you, Emmett, we are gonna go out and they're gonna sign three players in the summer, wherever they are, three big players in the summer, would you be confident enough going into next season where you go, That happened. These players need extra bodies in there, they need more quality in there, they need a, they need they need they need that to be their spark. Is it over egg or are you really, really worried about it? Short, medium no. medium, short, long term, whatever it is.
1: I'm, I'm I'm worried in the short term because if we're not gonna bring Anton in in January, we need well, we're to not. improve. If if uh, well, Why yeah, not? well, Klopp
2: has confirmed that today that nothing will happen yeah, in this transfer no?
1: <laughs> Yeah, well, so, you're yeah, um, hoping he's lying, but he said <laughs> at the end of the interview today he said no, no right. nothing. So will we're not going to bring anybody in in January. No. Well, that's if, so, if you go on Klopp's actual words. Something needs to change before the end of the season in terms of where we finish in the, in the league. I still think there's a chance that we get top four. People will slide me off for that, but it, there is still time to turn it around. And um, I'm probably one of those that if we don't make top four, I prefer not to make Europe at all. You can't and do it. Yeah, well, I just, I, I, I just think a season out just where it's domestics and league would probably do us the world of good. Um, he has to change. We've, uh, It feels like we're saying the same things week in, week out. He has to do something in terms of the, the formation. If you told me coming in in the summer that there's three really good players, I'd be a little bit more relaxed and... I think Shani was right back in... I think he said it before Christmas. I think they've written the season off already. Um, so we need to limp to the finish line and just regroup in the summer. Um, I don't know how he's going to do it. I thought Elliot played a little bit better today out left. I probably still wouldn't have started him out there. Um, the the times we actually looked really good today, Salah was actually going through the middle or Elliot was going through the middle. They weren't actually in the positions that they were playing in and um, and i think that's what needs to happen in the second half with nunez and Gakpo. nunez was literally stuck to the to the uh, to the line and Gakpo was playing straight through the middle whereas they actually play opposites but they need to they need to become more interchangeable salah that all three of them up there but you just seem so rigid and um, you said going through the motions i think we are going through the motions we can't even put a, a string of passes together at the moment and um, our best play in the first half i think somebody said it earlier on the goal was a real liverpool goal and if you, you 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 fall for the bait every time and you kind of think oh here we go we're back and then why not uh, i thought we dominated the second half um without actually dominating if that makes sense we, we dominated without actually creating anything um and we've said it on here before as well brighton just stayed in the game stayed in the game caused a little bit of chaos towards the end and I have a 13 year old that plays defence. If he turned his back like that, like Joe Gomez did, I wouldn't speak to him for a week. And that's twice against Brighton. Now Gomez has done that. He did it today against Matoma, and he did it in the other game I mean, against Danny Welbeck. Welbeck. Mm. Oh my God! Like what? Like it's one of the first things you're told when you're playing football. So look, I just think I would have brought off if if he has to bring off Trent. That was a, that's actually a little bit of worry for me. Was Trent's reaction to being taken off? And I know mm. he kind of came out a couple of weeks ago and it was the Brighton game again at the end where he was kind of smiling and laughing. And I thought, there's something that right there. And then you see it again today. If he had to come off today, I probably would have put Gomez to right back and brought on Matted, rather than putting Milner there. Now, yeah. when Milner came on, Matoma actually moved to the far side. I don't know why, because he would have absolutely rinsed it. Um, I just think, I don't want to say he needs to experiment but he needs to do something to try and try something different. You, like if it's a case that we go another two or three games where we don't actually and we don't put a string of wins together, he needs to use that. Or and as well as that, with the whole Bellingham thing, sorry, in the summer, they don't seem to be they don't seem to be going for it. If that makes any sense, there's no sense of urgency about it. It's kind of like they look like strangers playing sometimes. It's, it's a um, complete
2: lack of confidence because they're yeah, afraid of attacking them and, and unless they get killed going the other way were never like it. that.
1: we said it on this show a couple of weeks ago one sign and changes that gives everybody that little bit of a boost um so i'd have no fear in the long term um but i don't know what we're going to do between now and the end of the season because if if and we're not bringing anybody in something needs to change um they're playing like strangers at the moment they like it was nearly telepathic or telepathy for the last couple of seasons where they play a ball around the corner and they just knew somebody was going to be there, those balls are now going to the opposition. And it's just draining. And if it's draining for us, can you imagine what it's like for the players? Mm.
2: David says his biggest annoyance is that others have called this a transition season when in reality next year <sighs> will be with at least three midfielders to bed in. It's a, it's two seasons of transition. shani I, re- I read that comment out because you know we, we've spoken since the start of the season. Well, since last summer, we we're kind of going... You know, Kate will be gone in a year and Ox will be gone in a year and Milner will be a year older. And the reason I ask Emmett that question is short, medium, long term, Shawnee, but when you look at short term and even medium term, and Keith mentioned it, Fabinho, Henderson, not in the starting eleven, and haven't been seen in the starting think, since, since Brighton away, you know, um, a couple of weeks ago, whatever it was, two or three weeks ago. And we've had three games or something since. Um, does that compound the worry, though? you know because like I I look around and I say to myself right you know what Henderson's showing a bit of form Fabinho's showing a bit more form and if we add to this with the players that are leaving fine but then you look at it and you're kind of going Lockside chamberlain isn't on that pitch and Milner's on a right back and Kate is starting does that does that make the worry even bigger Shani because we're not even talking about them three now you're actually looking at the other two in the midfield where you're kind of going these are the two that look like you could say they were bombed out
0: so we can't even bring Fabinho on
2: anymore. Yeah, well, we brought him on today and he tried to break someone in half.
0: You and half. He can't bring him on anymore. Yeah, look, the, fella, the fella has gone from being one of the most dominant Howland midfielders in Europe over the last three seasons. Even though we like, think about when he gets injured last year against Villa and it looks like he's going to miss the Champions League final. We're fucking devastated. And now we can't even bring this fella off the bench. Because he's just it's- causing... Oh, chaos! It, it was the same against Wolves. It was cameo against Wolves. We got yeah. the result, and when he was hacking at the hacking at the ball, he like... was saying to me, "You fucking moaning when we won, we won the game." I was like, "Did you see what I see? The fella is fucking bomb scared when he comes on. The ball is getting pumped in the air by him. The zero, the, and that this is why this lad looks so good. The judges looks so good because he has like any semblance of." being calm on the ball makes us look far better. It's tackled today, like, heading the cloud stuff, running in And, it's becoming, like, endemic now in the team where they are, they're all flat. Even, even, I even thought it started to rub off on the today. It started to rub off on him. They, like, like, it can be turned around, but Klopp has a serious axe to wield here. And the fucking problem is, Gab, like, you don't, like, we don't want to spend the time talking about transfers, but you need to actually think about, right, the lack of transfer, the lack of activity in terms of refreshing the midfield, right, we could sign three players in the summer, but you're still, you're, you're still only poking, plugging holes in the boat because you're going to have this other stuff that has to be done. So yeah, you're, you're thinking now, like, initial, yeah. I'd sell Gomez in the summer, mm, I'd okay. sell Fabinho in the summer, I'd let Curtis Jones go in the summer, but we can't. We actually physically can't do it. We can't even bring it. If we, if we had 250 million to spend, if if for whatever reason fucking Klopp opened this, because who knows who's running the fucking show anymore. Klopp opens his emails in the morning and John Henry goes, there's 250, 250 million there to spend. Go and get whoever you want. We couldn't even do it. The reason we can't do that because the squad, the, the planning around the squad has been so fucking poor that we logistically can't make a sign because we're not going to release Adrian and we're not going to release Mello, And we can't sell any of the players that are no use to us. What absolutely fucked. Normally you bring Henderson on in a game and think he might give us a bit of control. Normally you bring Fabinho on, he's going to show things up. He's making a fucking worse. He's yeah. all over the shop. He's completely done. It looks like a player to me who needs to sit down with Klopp and say, you know what? You're in a new stage of your life. You're a father now. You've done everything you can at Liverpool. Go and play in Italy or something. Go and play in Spain. Because his head is saying, you know, where he, he looks busted. Has there ever been a game. fall
3: off a cliff like him that you can think no, of? Well, at Liverpool. You know a Liverpool player at Liverpool. People only, just went from there to there.
0: People are only assigning it to this season. We have been fucking rubbish yeah, pretty since pretty the back end pretty. of last season. Yeah. Dort. Dort. The amount of games you went behind in since March, shattered, bollocks. And it, do you know what? Blame who you want. I'm only going to use the phrase the club, because that can be fucked at anyone in my opinion. So yeah. that covers club, the owners. Something is not right. Edwards is gone. Ward's is gone. It, what? Where's the plan? How, like, well, you see that? That, that, that was my next,
2: que- next question.
0: Because, that's because, what look, I'm trying to say. Can't, if, we can't. Oh, we can't. We can't. We can't do an overhaul in the summer, assigning six, seven players because of the work we've left ourselves to do from seasons previous. Like, well, I'm, I'm sick of a guy of in the same shite. One midfielder, in six windows. Oh look, I know. Look, and, and that's what I said what earlier. Mean, that, look, it like, I'm, try, I'm trying to meet. we have, Liverpool have always done things with foresight so and you end up egging egg in your face with the Kanate thing, he comes in, we get top four, gamble, 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 hasn't played off now, and, and now we're in the shit, but then we are thinking, right, is this all like this because we're signing Bellingham in the summer? It can't fucking be, it's the plan. Well, What's the this, plan?
2: What's but, but, the plan? But this is my next question because, look, we've, we've talked to death about what we should have done last summer, what we should have done, you know, before that maybe, and definitely in this window. And, and Klopp does an interview after the game, and, and his last words on it is, no, there won't be anything happening in this transfer window. That's it, right? He says that. But, you know, I, I understand what you're saying, where's the plan? But I think it's... I just think it's the lack of transparency or any sort of transparency, yeah, you know. But, like, dad, and oh, I get, like, no, hold on, I get, I get, You're I get. transparent, what? The, no, but the, the no, trans- but what I'm what I'm trying to say is, I'm not asking the club, I'm not asking the club to come out and say we have 250 million to spend straight out of the club. Mm-hmm. Now, none of this fucking someone putting on social media going Liverpool have this war chest and all this bullshit. But what I'm saying is, is that you know, and and that's why I read that comment earlier about you know what's what's unnerving fans, you know the sort of way. I'd rather club come out and said, "Today we're not doing anything in this window. It's not going to happen. We he have did. got plans. Yeah, he did. But let me yeah. finish. Yeah. But, but <coughs> we do have plans. We have got issues, and we do have plans to do something in the summer. Now people will tell you straight away. Oh, that makes you think that you have loads of money in the in the bank, and and people will rob you for the money. You're yeah, being robbed blind for players anyway. You know what I mean? Moises Caicedo well was a great player, and they're being quoted 1900 million or 100 million quid for him. Right, You have You have Your man Modric That pay
0: pain I'm Trent Alexander-Arnold I'm Curtis Jones I am Cody Gagba Putting on the Liverpool top for the first time It was a dream come true And I'll never forget That moment
1: The new LFC 24-25 season Nike Home Kit Is out now Buy it today Along with our new Goalkeeper kit And training range At your official LFC stores Online at liverpoolfc.com Forward slash store And on the official LFC store app you
0: will never walk
1: alone.
2: For fucking, I don't know what. They're paying all sorts to get him in. They're signing, you know, Chelsea doing this. They're paying, does mad money everywhere. But Keith, can I ask you?
0: You were going in, but Gabby, you're talking about the extremes there, Modric Cuisito. We don't need to be fucking signed and players I, go back to being I know, marketed. but the, no but what I'm, no I'm not you can't just, I'm I'm fully you can't acceptable just, I'm fully accepting
2: of the transfer fees because that's where they are but what I'm saying is if Liverpool showed some transparency from whether it be the owner or the manager saying yeah we're not doing anything but we have a plan here or a plan there but at the moment you're just going and watching Liverpool and going we clearly need something here and you just keep saying no nothing's happening can you give us something can you look like, and don't get me wrong I'm a Liverpool supporter I'll support them every week until the end of this season and they'll probably be shy for 90% of it. But I'll dust myself down and go, right, what's happening? But give somebody some hope. Give them something to say, now, do you know what? Get behind these because they have, they're going to try sort it out. But right now, and it's the same with the ownership stuff, nothing happening, right? The the transfers, nothing happening. And we're all meant to. And I'm not asking the club to come out and do a fucking PowerPoint presentation on what they plan to do in the next six months but I'd like them to come out and say or Klopp or anybody to come out and say we are we have we know there's issues there we're trying to walk through them we we're definitely going to just anything Keith like just something for fans to hold on to because people do say you know the fan base could turn they could do this they could do that but but that's not so far-fetched Keith when you actually think about it because people can only take so much Now, when I say so much, it's a half a season of shy. You probably can take a lot more. But what I'm saying is, with no word from the club as to anything that's going on, it's a little bit where fans are supporters just turn and go, Oh, this is a lot of bollocks like and you know, and like Shani said, spouting it all the fucking time and you're getting this through the media on the summer this and the summer that and nobody knows it. Nobody knows anything. So there's nothing to grasp onto
3: yeah no one has a clue and it's just coinciding the fact that we're a bit shit now we've sort of come to the end of a cycle and the, the club are apparently up for sale or looking for investment everybody wants information and you're not going to get that information do you know what i mean and that's the thing like when it comes to transfers they don't say anything. the transfers come out of nowhere because they they sort of don't leak a lot of stuff now. They only brief them when they have to brief them. And that could be what's happening with the, the sale. It could be a case of Just bleeding coming um, when something's to be there. They'll start announcing it. But the limbo that the fans are in, and it's like it's like it's nearly like the VAR when a decision happens and you don't know. I'm sure they all know what's happening behind the scenes. Obviously, and I'm sure Klopp is well aware of what's going to happen in the summer. Whether the sale goes through or not. I'm sure they do have a plan in for that. Um, like I'm sure Liverpool know, right, we don't haven't had anyone ring us to buy this club yet, so it's not going to get be getting sold anytime soon. We have our summer sorted. You have to be thinking that clubs don't walk in the now. You have to walk in the future, you have to walk ahead. So I'm sure there is a plan in place for the summer. Now, whether it's 200, 250 million, I don't know. But I just don't expect to get many briefings out of Liverpool these days. So I don't expect to hear too much. And that's what's doing the fans head in. You don't hear that, you don't know, you're in limbo. I sort of know what you're saying, Gav, about Klopp coming out and saying, right, we're not doing that now, but don't worry, we're going to fix it. I think if he said that, he'd be lashed out as well, you know. And I think there's a lot to be said. He's just, he's trying to big up the players that are there. He's coming out. It's not even so much saying, no more business. It's I trust these these lads. You know that's the bit that's sort of like, oh, you don't trust them. We don't trust them. Nobody trusts them anymore. That they're, they're letting us down all the time. Six months ago, we were going for a quadruple. Mm-hmm. You know, because the fans don't really give a shit about the future or the past. They care about the now, and that's where you know at the moment we're struggling. There's
2: Seems to have lost everyone there. They've all just disappeared on me, which is great crack. Um, Keith was making a lovely point. Fair play. Though. Um, look, if you have any comments, throw them in there. I'll read out as many as I can. Alan C said the fan base won't turn on Klopp or build a team this year. Twitter and fans, um, Twitter and fans and ground are different animals. I, I wasn't saying that anyone would turn on Klopp or build a team. What I was saying was is that you know people just start getting a bit angsty a bit you know they'll support and support and support and and I'll support and support and support but at times you do need something like as much as we need a player you you're probably looking you say to yourself we need a player but if we're not getting a player just give us something you know I make it make it under make it I don't know it's, it's hard to put the words in it it's it's making it making people understand Making people, get them on your side, wherever it might be. I don't know what's happened to the lads. Um, Let me see. Um, Zach said FSG pulled the plug. Um, Gav's been the whole team. New lads in LSC night trippers. No, I don't know what happened. Everyone just bounced off the screen. They will come back uh, in a couple of minutes. Um, Gav wanted a solo show. No, that's, that's the last thing I wanted was a solo show, I'm being honest with you. Um, let me see. Eunice says he's not scared for the rest of the season. He's scared of the future. Of the football club. um. Well, Eunice, look, the way it, the way it is, it's a bad season. There's no doubt about it. You're out of the League Cup, you're out of the FA Cup, I think you're ninth in the Premier League where we have a Champions League game coming up against Real Madrid and I'm, I'm dreading it. I'm going to be honest with you, I am dreading it. Um, it's just one of those where the timing is all wrong. They're talking about players coming back and stuff, but if they do come back, how, how fit are they how match, how match ready are they? All that sort of thing. Um, Let me see. Gav, uh, Dennis asks, Gav, do you think the Klopp is complicit in this quarter run? Everybody's complicit. Everybody. You know, I, and I, I always go back to when Liverpool play really well and win things um, and play scintillating football. Everyone goes on, you know, do you see that player doing that? Klopp was brilliant. Klopp made this. You know, it's a, it's always a collective. Always you know because if it was Klopp on his own Klopp wouldn't be there you know if it was a couple of players that just weren't doing it they wouldn't be there you know the owners is a different mark because the owners own the football club um but it's just it's it's one of those things where i don't think i'd worry about the future of the football club but i would I, i would be concerned over what's going on um and and I'm not I'm not sitting here demanding that Liverpool tell me or anybody else what they're planning to do, but I think a little acknowledgement of things are bad, and Klopp has acknowledged it. Don't get me wrong; he has acknowledged it. But people are okay with that acknowledgement, but then they need to turn around and say, "What are you going to do?" You know, like we do talk about Liverpool being forward planning and and, and different things like that. Um, it's a it's it's just it's. You know, they spoke about Canati there and said we got him, we got him at you know nobody knew and stuff like that. And you think you kind of hold that in the back of your mind, but then when nothing happens, you know, people are saying he signed Cody Gakpo. For me, Cody Gakpo is, if you, they're they seen a chance to get someone that they probably see in the team when Firmino lives You know the sort of way. Um, but it's it's for me, it's just um. It's one of those where they probably should have done something. And then a points then of course a course points at um then of cars points at um you know, is the ownership the problem then, you know, the sort of way what's is the ownership going to change? Is it is it anything like that? But either I, I just don't know. Um it's it's just a real weird one. Um let me see. I might have to end this show early because the lads are struggling to get back in, but that's how it goes. Um, Why did Michael Edwards live? This was for me the first sign of something not being as it should be. Well, Michael Edwards left because, and the club told you, uh, Michael Edwards never came out, but it was it was sent around that, um, you know, he was looking to pursue stuff. He was looking to pursue stuff, uh, you know, in other sports or not even in sport. You know the sort of way. Keith, we have you back.
3: Yeah, I thought I got sacked. I don't know what happened. I was trying to get back in. You wouldn't let me in. No, I no. I, I've I've had to change the link to
2: send to you. So yeah. um, I'll see if the lads can come back in. Um, Same problem with um. <coughs> yeah, no. Oh, the, the, the tree the you just dropped. So um, I'll have to get on to um. Strongly it worded. Let that to management. ah strongly worded interview or interview strongly worded. Um. I strongly worded email to somebody, but everyone, the tree has just dropped completely off the screen at the same time. But what were you saying before you left? Because I, 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 was I was going like
3: to say, I always get frozen out when I'm making a stupid face, and I have a stupid face all the time. But no, no, always, you just like, went uh, completely gone. I don't did know we? Ah, oh, that's all yeah. like, right. So I was like, a, one of these, and it's uh, so all the fucking time. Every time I get kicked out of here, but no, I don't know what I was saying. I'm sure it was a great point, but I was waffling, so uh, can move. I was about, yeah. We're not going to hear about what the club are going to do. And I was listening to you there, actually talking. And look, I think everyone's just frustrated, but we'll uh, we'll be back. Of no doubt, I trust Klopp will get it fixed up. I just think he needs to needs a bigger overhaul than some of us might have thought in the summer to get there. Mm.
2: The software we use has has, has had an update. Um, today so that might be an issue might be some teething problems with the update um, I reckon that's what it is but we, I think we've everybody back now so there we go um, Shawnee I'd say I'm delighted to be back we have hoping the link wouldn't work. Did everybody get cut off? Everybody. Yeah. We're oh, me. it was obviously the link sent to us um, Coincidentally. No, wonder, no yeah. wonder I'm not getting an ear bashing yeah. <laughs> uh, But Shawnee look salvaging a season alright now, I would say, I would guess without you opening your mouth, you don't feel that this season can be salvaged. And I'm only, well, I'm only going on, I am I could be wrong, you could tell me I'm talking bollocks, but I'm only going on the fact that if Klopp is to be believed, we won't see another signing in the door in the next 48 hours. Um, and what we have there and just what they're showing at the moment won't be enough to salvage the season. But all we have left now, Shawnee, is a Real Madrid tie in the Champions League. We've about 18 league games left and we'd have to win a huge amount of them I think to get into the Champions League like what do you can this season be salvaged shiny or is it a case of you take it on the chin and you give people a chance to sort out next season and if it doesn't get sorted you have to keep wheels and axes.
0: <laughs> can the seasons be salvaged yes will it no uh, or I I said it before Christmas before I kicked off again after the World Cup that I think that we have been this season off. Um, I can't make sense for either really. I, really. There's no way to possibly justify it, but it's clear to see what a little bit of legs would have done for us in the midfield. And then the worst part is that we're getting worse. We're not improving week on week. Um, I know people said we played better today. I don't think we did. I think Brighton were comfortable throughout, really, to be honest with you. I don't think we can travel the game, really, at all. Um, I didn't say there wasn't much to be positive about my, in my opinion can we turn it around yes will we no because they won't do what's needed in the market which is needed and so far I haven't seen anything to suggest that club change the going forward and that's for me that's where it's getting frustrating now this fucking 4 4 far, far, far tree, tree, tree show you every week expecting it to work, It's just not going, it. it's banging your head off the wall and hoping for a different results, but at the end of the day we're ending up with the same headaches, same approach, same results. It's not really rocket science. Um, These teams shouldn't be beating us, don't care what anyone says. The talent we still have at our disposal. Some of them need to be getting up. Some of them look like they've dialed it in. Um, And it's hard to say, and it does look like there's fractures we're in it because I don't know whether Annie's picked her up today. Club screaming at Thiago saying, tell Darwin to shoot and I'm going to take him off. Like, mad stuff going on. Mad stuff going on. Ball and Fabinho have all season. He's clearly not happy. Klopp's clearly not happy. It's too much going on in the background. It's too much uncertainty for what's going to happen in the future. And that's why people are so restless. That's why people are up in arms. I think the most rational fans are up in arms. And then, the most rational fans now are doubling down on being rational and that's where friction is coming from. Whereas if you're being a realist, the point of the squad is letting us down. We, we can't even bring Fabinho off the bench. We can't rely on Henderson off the bench. Mao doesn't look himself. Mao gets a pass from me because if you look at his numbers compared to this stage and other seasons, he's actually not that far off from where he normally is nah. in terms of goals and assists. His output is still there, Keith. Even yeah, though the, the, he, he gets that he chance
3: output, today, Sean, yeah, and that's on his left foot. He's running. The fella yeah, has no confidence. The he's the shot. I would he's not, have,
0: he's not I'd, performing. I'd have no problem. I'd have no problem balling Salah out, mm. balling Gagba out, balling Nunes out, balling Trent out, Gomez. If it was one of them out of form,
3: Yeah, are so but many. The
0: ball, it's- the ball yeah, right, is like, it's fuck.
3: endemic you said it
0: earlier it's fucking true it's a whole lot of them isn't it it's like hot potato honestly it's like hot potato it's fucking, it's, fucking it's, mad. it's 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 crazy and the coach has got to step in and do something to rectify it change it around 4-3-3 mm. three, three. you can try it at many different fucking variants of it if he wants it's not going to work he hasn't got the body to do it now
1: it's very rare in Liverpool for it to be bad on the pitch. And then I, I think it's it's bad off the pitch as well. And I don't know whether one is feeding into the other, even if they came out when they said that uh, Julian Ward was leaving at the end of the season, which, which they did. But they never came out to say, but he's got to be replaced by X, Y and Z. So there seems to be a lot of, there's a lot of kind of, uh, kind of uneasiness off the yeah. pitch and on the pitch. So, do you know what I mean, it's- Exactly, I, and there you is, go. Is it, is, is, it, is it affecting the players? What's going on off the pitch? Because I, I think there definitely is something going on and I don't want to go down the, the route of, oh, something's not right, the dressing room is gone, or the, there's something isn't right that we don't know of well, it. And well, maybe it's what's going on behind the scenes with the, the uh, with the Julian Ward, Michael Edwards stuff. Ian Graham, I think, is gone as well, isn't he? So, but even if they came out and announced that they were going to be replacing them with X, Y, and Z, it kind of gives a stability to the the whole place. It just feels like the whole place is unstable at the moment. Keith,
2: I don't really want to go into this, but here goes. You know, there is unrest. You know, I done an interview last week with um, David Powell, and he was saying, look, since that news in November with regards to Liverpool being up for sale, whether it be a partial sale or whatever it might be, that there's been no firm interest in Liverpool. He's not saying there's no interest. It's just nobody has come to the table with a bid or, you know, people, there would be expressions of interest, but it hasn't got to the point where there will be any discussions between the two financial institutions representing Liverpool or, you know, Tom Werner or going John W. Henry and stuff like that. There just hasn't been. and. You know, if if that's the case where nobody's come in and kind of really wanted to throw a bid down, is that the biggest issue here? Because, you know, we look at it, they're not signing anyone in January. Like, I don't I don't really care what anyone thinks about anything. But for me, if you're looking at that Liverpool squad in October or November and then the World Cup's on and we come back and this is a state we're in on the 29th of January. Um, we should have a midfielder in. Eh? I don't care who owns the fucking club. I don't care who's managing. I don't care if Pep Linders thinks it or not or, you know, all this stuff around Pep Linders. And again, that's more stuff that's just thrown out there. There's nothing really solid on it. And again, that's more annoying than anything else, right? Um, But is that what the biggest issue is here? Because are we... And I don't know if this is true or not. Are we at a stage where we have an owner that is looking for investment and isn't really ready to step up to a play in any way, unless we have investment or a sale? Well, a sale, he wouldn't step up. But what I'm saying is a, if, the, if the investment was there, they'd allow that money to go. At the moment, he won't because we're in a bit of limbo, maybe. Have we got a manager that, as a result of that, is saying, right, I can't sign anybody because they're telling me this? Do you know what I mean? Have we got players that have lost all confidence and are probably looking around going, We're in shit here and no one's fucking helping us. Because at the end of the day, they're a workforce, right? If you put it in simplistic terms, they're a workforce. And if morale is low in a workforce, what do you do? You know, you bring them out for a night, yeah, but you probably bring someone in, you know? Bring someone extra in and they might fucking get people going. And this is why I keep going back to some sort not clarification or transparency, just something for people to hold on to, you know? Is that what the biggest issue here? Because it just seems to me like Liverpool are just going, bang, this is where we are right now. And nothing moves, no parts move here until yeah. something is sorted.
3: And that's what's coming off to me as a little bit. The problem with, with Liverpool being tight with the media and all is we don't now have player transfer speculation. We have sporting director speculation and fucking data analytic speculation, you know, is this fella going to come in? Is that fella going to come in? And the uncertainty around Liverpool is from top to bottom now. You know, the, the pitch, the players are doubting themselves, the fans are doubting the team, the fans are down on Klopp. Um the the management, the ownership sorry, is is in limbo as what's going on. As you said, no firm bids are coming in. So when will the sale be? Do you know, like there's just so much uncertainty around everything now that it's just all come to perfect storm of shoot, you know what I mean? And and when you're winning and you're doing well, you get away with one or two of these little, you know, someone has to hump somewhere, Like right, get on with it. When you're not winning and you're not playing well and it just gets magnified by a thousand and that's where we're at at the moment. It's it's hard to fucking watch, you know what I mean? But there's no structure in the club. Um, I don't know. The, the Julian Ward thing is... It's strange, because if he was only ever going to step up, they should have had somebody really lined up to to be in there with him. Um,
2: but oh, that Julian lads are Julian Ward isn't leaving until May or June.
3: Yeah, but he only stepped up last place. I know, but, but, but well. the thing you know is, I mean? like, like, so...
2: Liverpool don't need to have somebody ready to go six months in advance. Not only using an
3: excuse, but Liverpool...
2: We We have. are well do, were the but yeah, but Liverpool. Where were, we're in the rights in March to turn around and. Yeah, but someone.
0: you do need someone in six because who, who, who's, who's buying the players then by next season?
2: Well, you, but who's buying the players for, for now?
0: This yeah, one, Julian, have... Julian Ward's still in the job? Yeah, but who? Michael but let's say let's job. say Julian Edwards or Julian Ward. would you have Julian Ward in charge of deals that that's happening next season? Because that's it's his that's, job. It, it's, God, we've gone from the complete antithesis to the way we walked. Oh, I fucking, understand that, but Shani, had Michael Edwards, Edwards was still in the game. Edwards job. took the reins. Edwards gave Ward the reins when he was walking out the door because he it was hit the, that was the succession plan. Yeah. That was but the succession plan. But, Shawnee, what I'm saying,
2: is, Shani, what I'm saying is, is that Liverpool could, in February or March, turn around and go, Shawnee Lawson is going to be <laughs> Julian Ward's successor. Right? They could do that. Right? But I, I just don't. What the, the, the fact that he's been there a year and he's gone is a major worry. But this is what I'm saying again. We're, you know what I mean we're, not, we're sitting here and we're saying to ourselves there's just so many fucking questions and there's no look I'm not asking Liverpool to come out and say oh Shawnee Lawson's going to be that right when Julian no Morgan announced it that. but what no, no club well, does that no well they're not, give, they're not giving you it anyway you know what I mean um, But or me but what I'm saying is but they
0: don't, they don't give any
2: information like that but this is what I'm saying Shawnee it's just fueling fires everywhere do you know what I mean? They gave the they gave the information with regards to um, Michael Edwards and Julian Ward. Do you know what I mean? And what ha- what's happening now is is that oh Julian Ward's leaving and he's leaving. He's leaving, and what's going on? What's going on? And yeah, maybe it's a bit early to demand that, but Liverpool for me aren't reacting to what the situation is. And what I mean by that is, people, if one is leaving, you go fine. But when you have two and three leaving, you have to say to yourself, we probably need to fucking sort something here. i say something, or put something out here just to stop this bullshit that's going on and we don't know we don't know what's going to happen you know we could have a completely different fucking way of setting up because we don't know if the ownership is going to change but right now there's nothing on the ownership as much as you read there's nothing on the ownership nothing Do you know i I just think, yeah, but I think like,
0: yeah, if there was something on the ownership people would be saying it's bollocks anyway
2: yeah yeah but so then it goes back it. to but then it goes back to it's a four billion pound deal and the, the, the parties involved aren't going to be going shouting that oh I'm doing this and I'm doing that. They wouldn't be allowed yeah, to.
0: So then we, we shouldn't explore we're not going to. Like we're definitely not gonna hear that about that. No, I don't think yeah, we man, are, but from the Echo, it's all opinion pieces. He hasn't got a fucking clue. Yeah. Okay. The fella but, you done the interview with. He does it, it's a bit it's complete guesswork. Everybody's not hearing from the club,
2: but 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 this brings me back to what I'm saying. The the club are allowing this to go on, and just and like I said, I'm not asking them to come out and tell you every fucking thing, but the club should give something to some to to say. You know everything's fine. They're looking at this. They're looking at that. But there's but that's not fine, that. That's the thing. I know. But no, I know. I don't mean everything's fine. But I mean is
0: the process. like reassurance.
2: Yeah, a reassurance of the process. At this Do you stage, know what I mean?
3: that needs
2: to be fucking soon. But look, like,
0: I, there's I... been nobody better than Jurgen Klopp at doing that. But you'd fucking get beat on a weekend, and he'd come out on a press conference on Monday and say something, and all is good in the world again. But even he hasn't been doing it because the, all the infrastructure and all had been there, but that's all gone out the window now. But then I'll ask you the, the question. The I'll moment. ask you
2: the question. Then, do you feel that the club, <laughs> as much as as much as you know, we want this to happen and Bellingham and whatever you, what you want to see happen, do you feel, Shani, that the club is just literally gone? Bang, no movement until the, 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 there's been a line drawn in the sand here with regards to um, staff, you know, above club um, coming in or out, players, whatever it might be. Is that? Do you think there's a line being drawn in the sand here? Where do you go? We're not doing any transfers. Well, but we're literally sticking you can't as we are. Do that until something that in a that no, you, can you go, can't. But it, it, can't it, it starts to look like it, Sean.
0: In a world, in a in a, in a business like football, at so fast pace, you stand still, you go backwards, you can't take a fucking day off. They can't do that. Hmm. The, but the that's whole, what I'm asking
2: you. You can't, but do you think it is? The, this the whole
0: thing from them, from them, they shouldn't have said fucking anything in November about looking for partial investors. Or, or look to sell the club, they could do that through banks, and we'd never know. That yeah. we would never know. The fact that they released a statement off the back of something that came out in the Athletic, and then they were using the Boston Globe to pull it, pull it, push it. The FSG have handled this whole thing fucking terribly. Terribly, it should have never made news to begin with. Should have never made news to begin with because you can imagine if they were trying to sell the club, that the wheels have been in motion way before November and all this came out. Look at the timing. It it was just it makes no sense. And then people saying I'm panning the interview. with done with your man. I'm giving me opinion on it. My opinion, your man hasn't a clue. It's an opinion piece. None of them have a clue. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come on here saying your yeah, your man knows everything because he gave us an interview. He hasn't a clue. The same way James Pearce hasn't a clue. The same way Paul Joyce only puts something up and it's exactly it. Loads of them are just going off it. Neil Jones, they're all. All of these are just scooping, doing all these things to get clicks. That's their currency. They're not going to tone it down. Live up. The Echo haven't had the information since Van Dyke. Everyone fucking knows that. James Pearce is pissy and is nappy now because of the way he's treated by the club. He's fucking last to find everything out. It's all opinion pieces. This is played out in boardrooms with capitalists all over the world. You get people, honestly, people on, on fucking Twitter going, they'll be done by November. These people, that, this is bit like this is happening in boardrooms. This is not football agents who are who are throwing out in the market to try to get the extra fucking 20, 30 grand a week for a client. This is major business. It's billion dollar business. It's not going to be front page news until it's done. But i that. I'll ask, but I'll ask you again. Then,
2: as you look at it, right? We 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 don't know what movement with regards to owners, right? We we don't, right? Mm-hmm. But as you look at it, with what's gone on in the summer, where, where how we're playing, what's gone on through January, and the fact that Jurgen Klopp is sitting there with the same squad minus Cody Gakpo, of course, do you think that Liverpool have decided that that's us now till the summer, right? And writing it off like you said, yeah. or do you think it's yeah. deeper where they've gone? We're not committing any more money in here regards to transfers. We'll do the Gakpo, but after that, we're not. Because remember, in March, you're going to get the. You know, we've 700 million in, in revenue, but you're going to get the actual figures as how much profit made, Liverpool made in 2022. And that'll throw more fuel onto the fire. But do you yeah. think Liverpool have decided, as an ownership, that, bang, that's the line in the sand. And until we get a investment or a sale in the club, that's airlock
0: Gav, FSG had never put money into the club. No, but but this one, I'm
2: trying to tie it back into the fact that there could be yeah, re- but huge profits in 2022. Around, we're
0: not putting that anymore in. They never put that in. No, what
2: club. I mean is is that there's a profit there from 2022, which looks like it could be, right? And they haven't gone with it. Or if it turns out it was 30 million profit and they no, gave it on Jack. Yeah,
0: no, just give me my opinion, Gav. It looks that's like what I what want. It yeah, it looks like that we're paying the price now for not doing the business we should have done and then what's happening is Edwards goes and whatever he had in place is there, Julian Ward is going, there's, there's, there's too much scramble going on in the background to be dealing with the stuff in front of us. Like, and that's the way it looks like to me at the moment because if you need to think about it, the money FFP are potentially going to make on this sale, the outlay of any transfer that they can make in the next year would be minuscule in terms because you know the way it is now it's paid over the length of a contract so for example if we buy bellingham in the summer for let's say 130 million and it's a five-year contract how much of that's going to come out of fsg's covers zero not a penny because it'll be paid by the revenues generated by the club and then whatever has to be paid on down the years will be fo- funded by the new owners so the thing is th- this isn't something we're looking at where it is We've just been let down this window, and they're not spending money. They haven't bought a midfielder in six fucking windows, only Thiago. So it, it, it's nothing got to do with that. All of that has happened at the moment, and that's why people are restless, because they're reading about Qatar, then they're getting in their head about fucking having hundreds of billions to spend, and then Qatar's not happening, and then the club's not for sale, then it's a partial sale, and then it's, it's a full sale again. And this is all just being put out into the ether by journalists. Who are taking clicks? So, like, it's like you fucking writing a story every week and people taking that as gospel. And then the next week, when someone comes out and shoots it down, you're the biggest prick in the world. But the next person to come out with all the good news will then be the Messiah. And then someone else will make him the biggest prick in the world. And that's the way it is. People are losing their heads because there's so much of this shit that's going around. And it's compounded now by the fact that United have their arson gear. Arsenal are spending money the money worth at top of the league and Chelsea are fucking, it's like Dale Winton is director of football at, <laughs> at Chelsea and it's Supermarket sweet, and they're just throwing money around all over the gaff. and it's compounded because people haven't got the fucking, the mental fortitude to go, do you know what? Liverpool are in a bit of a rut at the moment. No, I'm telling you this now, Gav, nobody has a fucking clue what's going on board level at that club. I'd say Klopp would even like to know more. That's the god honest truth. He turned down and, and,
2: and, and that goes and back to what last I was asking. Saying,
0: Gabby, the last <laughs> thing i am saying is, remember last week when your man, I can't remember, was it um was it Vinny O'Connor from Scoria? One of them goes, and what's the story with the takeover is that the owners had any dialogue with you, and you just went, Yeah. And about and he goes, Yeah, look, I'm not gonna tell you. And then the next day, <laughs> all of a sudden they were getting information from the club about takeovers. So was, they're going to tell you the next day after club turning round, going, I'm not going to tell you. You just fucking hit people. The fucking Athletic has Liverpool fans and Liverpool Twitter on a string at the moment. Mm-hmm. Exactly where it needs to be. And you don't even have to subscribe because once people are retweeting the fucking headlines and the little pieces, that's all they need because that's where they generate that cash because mm-hmm. clicks is currency and they're just <clears> getting, <throat> bought and they're getting sucked into it and it's taken away anything positive that could possibly happen with the club because the natural thing to do is in this day and age is the good news you'll take it in the bad news you'll take it in everything is true if it's for example James will come out tonight Liverpool agree D for Bellingham load of bollocks load of shoo James will come out then Uh, Salah's going to PSG in the summer oh what a load of shoo FSG shower of bastards sell him to boy that's just the way it is it, it well, we getting you're getting spun in in a yarn by PR and media, and the club are doing nothing to counteract it because they can't because they've given nothing out in the past, and it's just the way it is. Okay, Keith, can the season be salvaged?
3: Um, the Liverpool season. Oh, I'm watching I'm watching the 49ers and the Eagles here, the 49ers <laughs> are in the pickle <laughs> they, they can't salvage anything and they're probably in a better spot than us, no I think look, I agree with what Sean you said can the season be salvaged, yes, will it be salvaged no, because we're not giving ourselves the best opportunity to salvage it, do you know what I mean Liverpool can do it, they have got good players, they've got good players who are playing below their standard that are you know, not flogged to death but you know, we, we expect a lot of them. They've given us a lot over the last while and we're looking for them to do too much and we're not helping them out. And <clears> on that basis alone, I don't think we can salvage it. No, I, I I think we can. Sorry, but I don't think we will because we're just not helping ourselves. Like there's Newcastle, right? And I think Anthony Gordon is overrated beyond belief. But they're going out and spending whatever. How much do they spend? On 40 him? million. 40, 40 million on him. And that's the beginning for them. They're the ones I'm looking at and I'm like, if these fuckers scrape into the top four and they win a League Cup, that's the start for them. These teams have to start somewhere. They're fast-tracking themselves into the Champions League. And once they're in there, the floodgates will open for Newcastle. So you're looking at a resurgent Arsenal, a resurgent Manchester United, a cash-rich, ready to spend. They can't wait to be Dale Winton in the next season like Chelsea are. And you have Chelsea that'll spend their bollocks, and that's without Man City who are on a down year themselves. So and Spurs who I don't know what they got, going, what's gonna happen with them? Like they need it, I think they need the a talk lot. is they're that they're the always pad. willing to listen to offers for his share. Of course, yeah. Not boys, <coughs> yeah. like, and they need a new manager. They need they're in they're in a mess. Spurs, in my opinion, as well. But that's now you're looking now at seven clubs that are going to be fighting for four spaces now. And how Liverpool think a down season how liverpool think let's do nothing and go from being the leader in the pack to being a chaser again seven into four that's they're, they're not great odds they're not great odds six into four was tough enough you throw another team into that mix and you throw in manchester united with potential new owners and who knows what happens there Um spores looking for new owners you never know everton are up for of sale you know if big sean Deutsch keeps them in the premier league they're a hugely attractive proposition for Qatari owners. And we've spoke before about Man City and Newcastle. They were teams that were below market value, that were on their knees, had huge fanatical fan bases, and everything. Have a new stadium there. They are a prime team that an owner would want to buy and pump money in because they can build it up. It's not a good time for Liverpool to take the foot off the gas. It hasn't been a good time for the last three years to take a foot off the gas, but now especially it's, I, I'd nearly say it's, it's it's, criminal, but whoever's making these decisions, they're putting Liverpool in a position, whether it's FSG thinking we're out of town or it's Klopp thinking, no, oh, I trust these lads and I trust it. I don't know who it is, but it's getting to a stage now where I think there's a lot of damage being done by the neglect of the squad, by the neglect of the midfield more so than the squad. Um, but as Sean, you touched on earlier, it's more than the midfield now it's centre-backs centre-half is becoming a bit of a crisis for us um that's going to need addressing as well so i just think we're leaving ourselves too much to do and not addressing it and we're going to put ourselves so far behind that we will find it difficult chasing this pack again not that we can't do it do you know what i mean like Jurgen klopp i think he loves to be the chaser rather than the chased and I just think now we are looking at a lot of money, a lot of investment, a lot of teams that have that budget. And Jesus, I don't relish it again. You know what I mean? I don't know if Jorgen has it in him to, to build it again. Well, look, we'd have to wait. Without a this. bit of help, there's without a, lot... a bit of help in the main yeah. Thing, you know
2: well, you, I mean? you need, they need help. There's no, there's no doubt about that. And you know, as I said, it's, and we've all said, you know, um, there's so much unknown at the minute. And that's why, that's why I was asking you earlier about maybe just, just, just a little fucking, Carrot or something, do you know what I mean? Just, just to hold on to for the rest of the season, even do you know what I mean? Because we're gonna have to do this every fucking week, and it's just, it's, going we'll so will give you fun. something
0: to chew on for the rest of the season. There's a fella, um, uh, Mr. Drown, I think his name is, and he's doing videos at a new stand going up, and it's keeping me going. During the week. Oh,
2: yeah, I watch him, yeah, he goes from Stanley Parkinson.
0: Yeah, yeah, watching them putting new banisters and all on our on our new yeah. stairs and all—it's—it's—it's it's, it's great. <laughs> new and banisters on the up.
2: stairs. Yeah. Will you see when all the Will you see when all the toilets and cubicles thrown up, Charlie? It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> they um, do I'm gonna, I'm they gonna will watch the last, along when that happens. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a last word on this, Emma. Eh, um, salvaging the season for you—can it happen, or and if it is to happen, what do you need to do?
1: I'm forever the optimist. I'd like to. I'd like to think that it is. It is salvageable, and I'd like to think that we can do it. The only thing I'm leaning towards not being able to do it is. is yes, we're going to have players back, but the players aren't coming back in the positions that we need them in. Um. Yeah, it'll give. It'll give us more options up top. But it's. it's I think it's the midfield that has done us. And Shawnee's right. One. One midfielder in the last six windows is criminal. The, the business we've done off the back of being successful, like you look at Arsenal now, they've not even won at them, but they're leading eight points in front, and the uh, and what they're doing is just like topping to- it up, topping it up. Just it doesn't even need to be three or four players every window. It's just right. Well, where are we kind of where are we feeling it a little bit midfield right by a midfielder? Next window, where are we feeling it? the central defender right by the central defender? It's just one player. Ferguson was the master at at Manchester United at, at rotating and even getting rid of players, and I just think. Come the summer, he needs to be. He will need to be a little bit ruthless with players. Um, but again, if you're getting like you already need three, if you're going to get rid of Fabinho or if you're going to get rid of Jones, that means you're going to need more midfielders. Um, I think. I I think FSG have taken their eye off the ball big time. Um, I think they've probably did, like regardless of what they sell it. So it's it's nearly kind of someone said it earlier on self sabotage, like. You need to service your asset. You need to keep it successful if you want to get the top dollar for it. But, but, that, don't but that's theory.
2: why. But that's why I'm asking for in the, the sands being drawn because,
1: like, I I think so because uh, regardless know, like, of what they said, like, if
2: they like, sell about three billion, look, FSG, FSG, like John Henry's not at Anfield very often, Tom bernard whoever, right? But, but like, even like you say, service as an asset, right? Anybody there would turn around and go, Jorgen, listen, we know you love all these players right, and we know that this, right but you need to bring somebody in because if we don't make this, like, the, like even on, a, even on a, a very basic level we need to get in this top four and the evidence of this so far is that we won't, do you know what I mean but, uh, listen I don't know, Darren asked. It, it, Gal, regardless
1: which, if we don't make the top four, okay well, it might knock a couple of hundred million off the value if even, they bought it for 300 million, either way their quids in when they sell it yeah. regardless of whether we're top four or outside of the top four or, and and i've said it and when we won the league it was absolutely unbelievable we hadn't done it in 20 years it was great but in a way that kind of nearly bought them extra time i think if we hadn't have won that league that, that season we would have been having this conversation about fsg and about trying to get them out or moving on or selling state a little bit sooner than than 2023 it probably would have happened around 2021 when we went through that covid season we were losing six on the bounce at home and whatever Um, i just think that bought them a little bit of time
2: um darren asks me god would you take state ownership now no under no circumstances um and i'll never ever change that um and i've said it loads of time why i'm not going back into it again um i've no issue where you know an owner comes from or where you know i've no issue with that i just don't want to be state owned by any country on this planet. Simple as that. Um no, no look, we will be bought by the Irish for <laughs> <laughs> But um, no, it's just it's not for me. It is for loads of people. That's fine, but it's not not for me. Um before we go, um charity is in the charity, the breast cancer research is in the link or in the description. Please go if you're if you have if you if you want to support this channel in any way whether it's, are there, give a few quid to the lads, you know, you get these channels, oh boy, there's a point, or do don't, just give the link to the, in the, the charity, sorry, the link is in the description for the charity, throw your few quid in there, every euro counts, honestly, um, don't be doing super chats and stuff like that, if you're about to hear the super chat, don't, just go hit the link, go in there and throw it in there, we're trying to get the 20,000 euro for 12 incredible women that are going to run the Dublin Marathon for breast cancer research, it's an unbelievable undertaking, um, and we want to support them every way which way we can. We're doing other stuff in the background to drum up stuff, but on these shows every day of the week that we send out for free, I mean, give you downloads for free, we give you everything for free. If you want to support us in any way, the link is in the description for the charity. And if that's one euro, two euro, five euro, a thousand euro, whatever, I don't anything you have, please do that. If you can't, and that's fine. If you can't, please take the link and send it around to everyone you know. It gone. People share it, and everyone dropping in two or three quid here or there, um, makes a huge difference. So make sure you do that. Um, rest of the week, um, somebody asking me have a quick chat on um, uh, SOS and stuff like that. We're probably going to cover that tomorrow night. Um, I'm trying to line up something for tomorrow night where we'll have a chat on the SOS statement and stuff like that. Um, I didn't want to do a show right in the middle of it because. It was just mayhem to be quite honest with you. And you know what? Maybe what we've chatted about tonight will lead on to us talking about that. So we might do that something tomorrow night, Tuesday night. So we will have a win, we should have winners and losers tomorrow night, unless we can sort something out on that. Tuesday night is deadline day. Liverpool won't be doing that, but we will be here from 10 to 11, covering the last hour of the deadline day with whatever's I'm happening. Across the Premier all league. Day. Um, no, no, we're not here all day for fuck's sake. Um, Yellow boys. Uh, Wednesday night we might do a call-in show of the boys available because everyone's fucking loving them by the way Um, Thursday we should have the viewers voice Friday we'll have um, Premier League uh, the Premier League forecast and we'll be back uh, at full-time Reds and
3: Fatback 4s and everything next weekend Keith anything else before we go? No nothing Gav it's it's the same show, different day Um, Groundhog Day next week again probably but look we'll get through it when we get through it We'll all be happy again
1: for now. load of bollocks.
2: Emma, anything else before we go?
1: No, I, I think Shawnee summed it up. Um, you don't enjoy the sunny days if you don't have the rain. I, I like that. So, but what
2: was that song? Yeah. I want to see the sunshine after sunshine the rain. After the rain, yeah, yeah. That was I want to see the, the sunshine oh,
1: yeah.
2: after the
0: rain. A Fifty Cent song. I took it from Twenty One Questions by Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent oh. for the. The, the the younger folk in the chat might know yeah. what I'm talking
3: about. Yeah, Even Gav's,
2: that might have been good at the time. Gav's going for the early 90s. Cheesy rape, sort of number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't think of who it was, but I'm sure <laughs> that was at some stage. Any, anyway, Shani, anything else before we go? Yeah, FSG out. Loads
0: of money oh. in. Roll on August 2023. I'm on the Reds. Loads of trophies. So okay. Yanks out. <laughs>
2: Okay, no problem. <laughs> right, <laughs> we leave it at that. So, um, as Bill O'Hareley would say, um, that has been the flat you know. back for, <laughs> that has been the fatback for with thanks to bookmakers.com. Don't forget the link for the charity. Um, like I said, help us out any way you possibly can. That's been Gav, Keith, Emma, and Shawnee. We talk again soon. Over and out.